Festival. We are 105.5 and 97.5. Give him a lot of credit. He got that left arm underneath the ball. Where every day is game day. We are the Roar. the break come on make him laugh a little bit so a lot to do here in this hour upcountry fiber upcountryfiber.com get in touch with them they want to help you out upcountry fiber we love upcountryfiber.com we love what they've done for us uh with the high speed uh, uh, fiber optic internet we're inside of our upcountry fiber studios right now uh, we love the people there i've known the upcountry fiber people for years i met many more facts and quick story uh, I was at a fundraiser for an unbelievable charity uh, about six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago now. And one of the guys came up to me and said, hey, man, I want to introduce myself. He's uh, one of the big upcountry fiber guys. He's telling me all about them. And I'm like, man, no wonder. Like the, the other people that were there, like, no, man, what, no wonder you're here. That, that just makes me feel so good about what we were saying about upcountry fiber. I knew they were these kind of people anyway and how charitable they were anyway. Uh, you want to be associated with these people. Get in touch with them for a stronger connection. Home phone, office phone, high-speed fiber optic internet, um, for the very best when it comes to streaming options around the home, let them take care of you and your home, your businesses. It's for Stronger Connection, Anderson, Pickens, Oconee, Greenville, Spartanburg Counties, UpcountryFiber.com. Clemson loses to Virginia 64-57 last night. Tigers fall to 21-9 overall, 13-6 in the ACC. Faced Notre Dame on Saturday. Baseball last night, or yesterday afternoon, USC Upstate 6-3 win over Clemson at Floor Field. Tigers lose four in a row now. South Carolina this weekend, Friday, Clemson, Saturday, Greenville, Sunday, Columbia. Women's softball doubleheader today, beautiful day. You talk about a great afternoon, heading over to McWhorter and watching a little doubleheader, beautiful day today. I might have to do that. NFL Combine um, today, or starts tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, later in this hour as well. All right, so let me set this scenario up for you. We're talking bubble teams. I'm going to get back to that. I'm going to tell you how great Bob Huggins is, how great West Virginia is, how great the Big 12 is in a minute. But let me just step back, just leading this hour off. And I, I think I've got Clemson's NCAA basketball tournament situation totally squared away. And considering the bubble teams, Faxon, can we agree that at least what through what Lenardi says? Do you have updated Lenardi right now? I do. I got to pull up. But before we even do this, you had a quad one. Uh, you had a, te- uh, a, a text about what's quad one, quad two, quad three. You got over there. Oh, yeah. Texter 422 asked, uh, can you explain what a quad one means? So pretty much the NCAA committee and whatnot uses this metric called the net rating that I'm sure you've heard everyone on the station complain about at this point because it's stupid um, to rank all these teams. And they have a formula, but they won't tell us what the formula is. So they have a, a formula that ranks all the teams in college basketball. Everybody's got their number, and it's constantly shifting based off of results. So a quadrant one win is viewed as like a super-duper quality win. It's what everyone values headed into March, and that's really why Brad Brown mentioned it at Presser last night. It's why Clemson didn't make the tournament in 18-19. They were 35th in the net rating, but they only had one quad one win. So a quad one win is a home game versus an opponent with a net ranking of 1-3. 30 
a neutral game versus an opponent with a net ranking of 1 through 50 or an away game with an opponent uh, of a net ranking of 1 through 75. So if it's a home game, you have to be playing one of the best teams in the country. If it's an away game, 1 through 75, anyone that falls in there is technically a quad one win. The reason I think this is stupid, oh, and one more fact to add, um, it's not at the time of the meeting. It's this constantly rotating system. For example, when Clemson beat NC State, they went from 72nd in the net rating all the way up to like 56. They jumped 16 spots in the net ranking from one game. Now, Mickey, if your formula is solid, would a team be jumping 16 other teams in February after they've already played 30 games? Well, you have to have mobility or else it's... Been- you have to have mobility, but right. that just seems like a... like It feels like you should have your a team figured out by that point. So... It's not at the time the team plays. Whatever the final standings are in the net ranking is your final quadrant system. So whatever the 1 through 30 is at the end of the year, if you've played that team at home, that's quad 1. Neutral 1 through 50, away 1 through 75. It's a met- They won't tell us what the formula is. Two people are responsible for making it that have never played any level of high level of basketball in their life, and, and it's extremely stupid. And I've seen a lot of texts say that it's stupid, and I agree with you guys. Trust me. I think this is the most ludicrous thing we've seen since the computer would generate who plays in the national championship in college football. Do you have Lenardi's update? I do have Lenardi's update, and I've got CBS has done a bracketology as well. Both have Clemson in the next four out section after last night. And, so, and Clemson dropped to 60th in the net rating, which was only two spots. They were either 58th or 56th, if I'm not mistaken. So they did not drop that far for losing to Virginia. All right. So Clemson at this point in time, definitely on the bubble. Next four out, yep. What we agreed, I think what you and I have consensus on here is had they won last night, last night was a win and end game for Clemson. Provided they beat Notre Dame, yes. If Clemson would have beat West, uh, Virginia, rather, and then beat Notre Dame, they would have been in the tournament. All right. Now, here's, the, here's my major point here. That Memphis can play their way in. West Virginia, I know you don't like West Virginia, but the point here is is that with what West Virginia still has on the schedule, schedule, uh, West Virginia can still find a way to play their way in. West Virginia is, what you, what's their net, did you say? They're 23rd in the net rating. All right, they've got Kansas State coming up, and then they've got a Big 12 tournament, which, by the way, will be featuring four top 11 teams. They got number 11 at home on Saturday, and then they're going to be playing. If they continue to matriculate through the tournament, they've got plenty of opportunities. Is that fair? Yeah, one through 50, and they're just cramming big 12 teams in the top 50 <laughs> of the net like it's SEC teams in the bottom of the top 25. So that's neutral court. They're going to have some quad one chances. Auburn's got Alabama and Tennessee. They can play their way in. Yes. Right? Uh, Boise State beat San Diego State last night. Might have played their way in. San Diego State's ranked. Might have played their way in last night. I told you Arizona has UCLA and Southern Cal. Might be playing their way in. Texas Tech had had, had a chance to win it last night. Couldn't do it. And now Texas Tech and Oklahoma State play each other on Saturday. Winner might be in. Charleston is a bubble team right now. Charleston needs to win their tournament if uh, or else they're on the bubble. Charleston can play their way in. So I'm going li- to say all that. Is that fair, Faxon, to say? That if you're on the bubble right now, it's kind of like the wild card in baseball. Uh, there's enough teams out there competing for those for those few spots. You got you got 12 teams for six spots, or eight spots, or, 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 or yeah, you got 16 teams for eight spots of the final first four in, first four out. You got to play your way in. Yeah. So with that said, Clemson last night did not play their way in. That's bad news. Notre Dame back game to take care of that at home. Here's the good news: if things play out like we think they're going to play out. 
Clemson's going to be the four seed in the ACC tournament. That's big. They're going to finish fourth in the ACC. Duke is going to be the fifth seed in the ACC tournament. Either Virginia Tech or Florida State will be the 12th seed. Georgia Tech will be the 13th seed. Duke is a quad one game. Georgia Tech and will play the uh, either or, or Florida State or Virginia. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, Florida State or Virginia Tech will play Georgia Tech in the first round of the ACC tournament. The winner gets Duke. Duke's going to win that game. Everything good so far? Everything's good. Clemson plays Duke. Four seed Clemson, five seed Duke in the quarterfinals of the ACC tournament. Can I talk you into all Clemson has to do? Beat Notre Dame like you should. And then beat Duke and you're in. Fair? I'm going to say it depends. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that that gives them a really good chance. I mean, do you have the bracket ahead of you and, and the seating ahead of you? Well, who, yes. would Clemson, who would Clemson's hypothetical matchup be in a semifinal? Well, it'd be the top seed. So it would or the 8-9. Well, I'm just going to say I hope Pitt wins the conference in that case. I think that's probably the because best Clemson break can beat Pitt, because Clemson, Clemson can beat Pitt. We'll have a very hard time beating Miami. I agree with that. But on the same tangent, if you do still think Clemson's on the bubble, Miami's a lot higher in the net than Pitt is, if I'm not mistaken. In, in case you have not seen it, here's the problem. And, and, and Brownell mentioned this last night after the game about the ACC. Uh, right now, Pittsburgh's leading the league at a 52nd net. Miami's leading the league at a 34th in net. The ACC does not have anybody in the top 20 in the net right now. And that's a factor. That's a big factor. But, but the point there is, the point through all this is this, that if Clemson beats Duke, they're in. Can I, can I sell that to you? I'm not sure I completely buy that. I, I just think that we view Clemson as a better team than the committee does. Oh, well, oh, oh, let me ask you the other way around then. Let me ask you the other way around. You said last night if they beat Virginia, they're in. Virginia's tw- uh, 28th in, in the net. In the net, and Duke Duke's is 24th. 24th. Yeah. So can I talk you into the last game, that, or next to last game if you win, that you, you would have beat Duke? Were you to beat a higher team than you would have beaten last night on the road? On, on the road neutral, though, I guess. I really hope that that's the case. And I, and I think I could see a realistic scenario where it is, but I would feel just more comfortable if they were able to beat Pitt, if Pitt's in the top 50. Because then, if they beat if they beat Duke and Pitt wins the league and Pitt's in the top 50 in the net and finishes in the top 50 of the net, that's another quad one game. They beat Pitt. They're and you go in. to the ACC championship game. Yeah, yeah, and then you have a chance to actually like legitimately play Boy, yourself in. But the point through all this is, look, I've heard Clemson fans complain about the net, and they're not wrong for complaining about the net. But let me just point, let me push back a little bit. You don't lose to Illinois, Chicago, and you don't lose to South Carolina, and you don't lose to Louisville, 308, and you find a way to to um, win either Virginia or beat Duke in the conference. You can play your way into this thing. Everything is still in Clemson's hands. This is not in the tournament committee's hands. The other thing is that it is it is a fact. The ACC is down. That's not an opinion. The ACC is down. There's not a dominant team in the ACC. This is not a this is not a a great year this year in this league. But Mickey, I feel like we were saying this last year too, and then they sent two teams to the Final Four. It's like I yeah, I'm not was, buying into the fact that the Mountain West is better than the ACC, given what the teams have done in the last decade in March. The Mountain West, Nevada is going to get an at large, and I understand that. But I feel like in the net rating and a lot of other these things, I feel like this conference is being evaluated too highly. The Mountain West got four at large bids last year. You don't want to know what those teams won in the NCAA tournament. 0-4. They didn't win a single game. Yeah, look, the Mountain West did not win a game in the tournament last year, and they're going to get rewarded with four teams. And, and I'm just going to say right now, the Mountain West ceiling in the tournament 
ceiling. If everything breaks right and they get good matchups, they're going to get maybe one team to the Sweet 16. But here's the difference, Faxon. Duke last year was 16 and 4 in the league, and Duke went 32 and 7. North Carolina went 29 and 10. I mean, everybody talks about how those two teams were. UNC was an eight seed. Yeah, and, and, and but they were 15 and 5 in the league. They were never on the bubble like they are this year. I mean, what what absolutely kills the ACC? Last year, Wake Forest was 13 and 7 league. Wake Forest won 25 games last year. Miami won 26 games last year. Virginia won 21. Virginia Tech won 23. This year, you look at the net ratings. Louisville is 308. Forest State's 218. Georgia Tech's 206. Notre Dame's 190. Boston College's 165. Syracuse, stinking Syracuse, is 112. That, that, that's a down year in the league for some major teams in there. Sorry, man. That, you, that's, that's just a fact. The ACC was better last year. Last year, you had Virginia Tech, Virginia, Wake Forest, Miami, North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Duke all won 23 or more basketball games last year. The conference was better last year. And at the top of the conference, it was better last year. I think that it was better last year, but I still think that this, I think that it's being overblown how bad the conference is. I don't think the conference is bad. I refuse to say that the conference is bad. They won the ACC Big Ten Challenge. There have been teams that have had major wins outside of the conference. And I think that, and Brad said it last night in a postgame presser. He's like, when Duke and UNC aren't at the tip top of the league and in the top 10 of the country, the public perception of the league is that it's further down. And I think he's right. Th- I think th- I disagree with that. I think that he's right when he says the that. The reason that people don't feel like the ACC is very good this year has very little to do – Well, it, it, you do need a top 10 team. And, and, oh, by the way, according to the polls, what the people that study basketball, the coaches – let me give it to you like this. Bear with me a second. In the coaches' poll, can we can we can we trust coaches to rank teams? In the coaches' poll, Kansas State's eleven, Baylor's eight, Texas is seven, and Kansas is is third. In the coaches' poll, the highest ranked ACC team right now is Virginia at twelve, and Miami at fifteen. I mean, I would take either of those ACC teams over. Kansas State and probably Texas. Well, that's close. I mean, that's number eleven versus number twelve and number 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 fifteen. But you wouldn't take them over Kansas. You wouldn't take them over Texas. You might not take them over Baylor. I just feel like the demise of the but, ACC is being overblown. I do, I refuse to believe that the conference is as bad as well, everyone. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's what's bad. Louisville is a traditional basketball power, and they're like four and twenty-five. They're four and twenty-five. Florida State has been an NCAA tournament team for a decade. They're nine and twenty-one. Uh, Notre Dame has been an NCAA tournament team many of these years. They're 10 and 19. Notre Dame won 15 league games last year and made it. And did they beat Rutgers in the playing game? They beat Rutgers, right? If, in, the, in the playing game. They almost made the Sweet 16. I think they I think they won the playing game and then won in the round of 64. And, and they're 10 and 19 this year. Yeah. You can talk about the top of the league if you want to. Syracuse is a, is a traditional NCAA tournament team. They're 16 and 13. Wake Forest won 25 games last year. They're 18 and 11. Okay, but can I make an alternative point? Let me see one more point. Virginia Tech won the ACC last year. They're 16 and 13. They're 1 and 9 in quad win. Uh, they had 10 opportunities in quad one games. They're 1 and 9. Virginia Tech's beaten nobody this year. 
The ACC, the middle of the ACC is not very good this year. What would be the perception of the ACC if you drop the bottom five teams? Because the Big 12 is getting the benefit of only having 10 teams in their conference. But the Big 12 at the top is better. The bo- I agree that the top is better, but I think the top of the ACC would look better if the bottom of the conference wasn't weighing it. Like, if you didn't have Louisville, if you didn't have Boston College, if you didn't have Florida State in the conference this year, then the public perception would be vastly different. The Big 12 is benefiting from having only 10 teams playing in the conference. They all win their home games, and they beat up on each other. And we're well, going to get to March and there's like one or two teams that's actually good in the conference and everybody else is going to flounder out. Except for I this. promise you. Except I, for I this. promise you. I guarantee it. Except for this. They have, we have very little evidence of Big 12 versus ACC this year. Except for the team that is in eighth place in the league right now, West Virginia, went to the team that's leading the ACC right now in Pittsburgh and won 81-56. In November. Well, I don't I mean that. That's 81-56. You sound like the people with the net rating right now that act like a November game is a March game. We're in March. It was six months ago. I I do think that that was a – I don't like the fact that we're talking about November compared to to February. It's a good point. It's the only reason Wisconsin's still in this That's the only data we have. Like, the ACC this year has stunk. Sorry. And it's not just Duke stinking and North Carolina stinking. It's the traditional powers of the ACC. In a traditional power year – Syracuse, Louisville, and even even Virginia doesn't look like they normally look. They're not very good. And but that, what I, that, and but that's what I will say. Best what I will say, number one, there will be zero Big Twelve elite, and you can put this on the record. There will be zero Big Twelve teams in the Elite Eight outside of Kansas and potentially Baylor. So and two number of the two, Elite Eight, and number two, <laughs> I, th- I think that the ACC has just as good of a shot to get two into the Elite Eight. ACC had two teams in the Final Four last Who, year. Who's going to Elite Eight in the ACC? Miami. Miami's good. I'll give you that. I think Miami could go to the Elite Eight. I think Duke, the way that they're playing right now, could make a Sweet 16 or an Elite Eight run. I think that Virginia, if they've got, I mean, Virginia won the national championship under Tony Bennett. They're going to be able to lock it in. They're at least going to make the Sweet 16. An, an unranked uh, Duke team. Duke will be ranked if they beat North Carolina. And you can't ever rule North Carolina out. I know that sounds crazy and they might not even make the tournament, but they made the, the champ, they led at halftime in the championship game last year by 15 points. That was like, how, how many months ago was that? 11 months ago. We were sitting on the couch watching them lead the championship game at halftime with a very similar roster and the same coach. Duke beat Miami by two at home. And it is the only team in a top 25 right now that Duke has beaten. Yeah, they're, they're two and seven in quad one games. So why are we raving about Duke? I think that they're good. Uh, 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 the same team. They're 24th in the net The rating. same team that lost by 20 to NC State. And has they has, beat NC State last night at home? They went undefeated at home. Duke if the has, Big Twelve, if the Big Twelve gets to play the narrative, oh, we're going to have a bunch of teams that are good at home and they can't win a game on the road, then why can't I play that narrative with Duke? They're undefeated at home. That's that's all that matters, right? As you win your home games, because that's all the Big Twelve is getting. Yeah, credit but here's for, the difference: is winning home here's games. Here's the difference: uh, Duke's beating Boston College, Syracuse, Wake Forest, North Carolina, Kansas. If, if you went home in the Big Twelve, Kansas State beats Kansas. There's five more teams in the league. Yeah, but it's, but, the, it's not in their control. You act like they're controlling what they're who they're playing. Well, There's five more teams in the league. If, if you I, cut the bottom five of the ACC, we'd be saying the same thing. But the top's not good either. I think the top would. Lo- I think the top of the Big Twelve is being. This is this is a this is an illusion. The top of the Big Twelve looks vastly better because everyone in the conference is beating up on them. Top four in the ACC right now: Pittsburgh, Miami, Virginia, and Clemson. Head to head, top four of the Big Twelve right now. The top four Kansas, in the Big Twelve is better based off of those standings, but I don't think that that would be the standings if you if you cut the bottom five from the ACC. 
Duke and North Carolina are a lot better than their record looks. I I'm, promise. I'm way past one. Zeke, hang on. Coming to you right after this. This is Jared Burton on behalf of Burton Properties. My family owns and manages over 800 one- and two-bedroom apartments in the Clemson area. With safe and comfortable living, along with a friendly staff, Burton Properties can accommodate your apartment needs. You can visit the website at clemsonapartments.com or call one of our office numbers at either 653-7717 or 654-1130. Once again, that's Burton Properties, your friendly apartment leader in the Clemson area. Uncompromising quality, reliability, comfort, and safety. Toyota trucks, SUVs, and cars deliver those attributes, and you'll find them at South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer, Ralph Hayes Toyota. Whether it's a pre-owned or new Toyota, Ralph Hayes Toyota delivers the goods. Built on their over 70 years as a family-owned dealership, see the -the state-of-the-art Ralph Hayes Toyota pre-owned store, as well as the flagship store in Anderson on Clemson Boulevard. Ralph Hayes Toyota. The Bojangler's Back at Bojangles, a crispy fish fillet dusted with Bo's Famous Seasoning with the same bold flavor as their chicken and fries. Hook one while you can. Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Call us today for a free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialists at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Quite often, animals show us how to be our best selves. They make us laugh when we've had a hard day, smile when it's raining, and cuddle when we just need a companion. Sometimes pet owners need a little help with their care. And that's why Clemson Paw Partners was created, offering low-cost spay, neuter, and vaccinations for dogs and cats in the upstate. All staff except vets and techs are 100% unpaid volunteers with big hearts for helping animals in our community. Donate and learn more today at ClemsonPawPartners.org. Mr. Knickerbocker isn't just a store, it's a lifestyle. Shop 100% collegiate licensed tailgating items, gifts, decals, apparel, pet products, hats, and more for all Clemson sports all year long. With four locations to serve you, shop Clemson on College Avenue or the Lifestyle Store, Seneca at Hartwell Village, Greenville on Woodruff Road, or online at mrknickerbocker.com. Like and follow on social media for new product launches and more. Mr. Knickerbocker, a Clemson tradition store since 1973. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. Could you use some extra help meeting basic needs, like putting food on the table or paying the rent, keeping your home warm and the lights on, buying new shoes for growing feet, or help with medical needs? 
Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. It's money you can use to help pay for basic needs like food, clothing, shelter, or medical needs. You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to learn more about SSI and start the application process today. That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Tuning in from the car? Stay connected to The Roar after you run your errands using our app or website. Download The Roar app on your phone by searching WCCPFM The Roar in the App Store. Or tune in on our website, theroarfm.com slash listen. Prime Lending, Prime Lending, SC.com. Let Mark Hawkins, Amanda McCall, the great people over that way, let them take care of you. I know that rates are so important. I'm at the point in time in my life, and almost everybody I know worry about uh, interest rates and, and, and getting the best interest rate. And no matter where they are, the best you can have is through Prime Lending. No one's getting a better rate for you. Uh, but setting up options and to walking you through a process and simplifying a process in a very, very competitive field, how they continue to break records and how they continue to win awards and, and to, uh, to do better every single year, well, uh, they, they have great people here in the upset of South Carolina. Ask uh, about Mark. Ask about their process. Uh, if you're buying a house, remodeling or, or uh, renovating a house, or if you're in the process, maybe you're thinking about some refinance stuff, it's the best in the business. It's my friends over at um, Prime Lending in South Carolina. We, we got them here in the upset of South Carolina. PrimeLendingSC.com. Zeke's been very patient. Good morning, Zeke. Thanks for hanging on. How you doing? Well, Mickey, you guys have just proved my point for me. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to share. I'm going to share with you. I'm, I'm going to throw Devin's guy for you. Why Clemson does not deserve to be in the tournament? So I'm going to reverse that. And, and you guys just proved it. Why Clemson has 13 conference wins? Is that correct? 13 and six. Yes. Eight of your wins are against the worst five teams in the conference. You played Louisville twice, Notre Dame twice, Georgia getting ready, Georgia Tech twice, Florida State twice, Virginia Tech twice. Meanwhile, at the top, you only got Pitt once, Miami once, Virginia once, Duke once, Carolina once. So once you beat Notre Dame, nine of your wins will be against the worst five teams in the conference. And and not just – and here's the thing. I'm I'm with you on that. Not just, like, worst teams uh, uh, – bad teams at the bottom of of a good conference – Three oh in net rates, three oh eight, two eighteen, two oh six, one ninety, one sixty five, one twelve. That that's what we're talking about. It's like historically, so man. Louisville four yeah. and twenty five, Florida State nine and twenty one, Georgia Tech ten and seventeen, Histor- Notre Dame ten and nineteen. Historically bad. So here's here I'm gonna spin this for you. You got bad losses out of conference. Bad losses. Uh some of them by double figures to bad teams. Well, then you try to come back and say, but we're fourth in the ACC, and we've won 13 games. What I would say is 
the benefit of that is your schedule. It's like North Carolina football being in the coastal. The only reason they play in the championship games is in a, a crappy coastal. So they're the best of the bad side. What I would say what Clemson has done is the benefit of facing the best teams only once. And padding that record off of Louisville, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Florida State, Virginia Tech. Those bottom five, well, you guys said let's drop them. They're that bad, get rid of them. That is going to be responsible for nine of Clemson's 14 conference wins. So when you look at that and the out-of-conference wins, you say, okay, what do you stand on and say we belong in the tournament? That would be my question. I'm just flipping the other side. And, Mickey, I agree with you, though. I think if Clemson can beat – now, that's a tall task. You're asking Clemson to beat Duke uh, in Greensboro after Duke's already got to play one game. And Duke's really uh, good right and now. And Duke will be healthy. Well, they got Jeremy Roach, who Clemson did not have to face him with Jeremy Roach. Yep. Yes, they're playing better. Uh, one, I'll say to also, Duke is not winning in Chapel Hill, and I've laid a ton of cash on that. Uh, Duke is not that good outside of Cameron Indoor. They're a young team. They've proven that. That's where they get their losses. So, no, I don't see them winning on Saturday night. Uh, who I think North Carolina quietly is one four straight and playing their best basketball right now. Um, pretty much leading Virginia by double digits the whole game. Same thing with Florida State on the road. So, you know, you got to look at a lot of factors. But I will say this. I'm with your sidekick there. I think the old Big 12 is getting overvalued. It reminds me of SEC football. We just assume all these teams are that good. And then they get in the tournament, and Kansas is usually the only one that's left standing when it's all said and done. Uh, the ACC did win the Big Ten Challenge, and we rave about the Big Ten. Uh, I again agree with uh, you guys that I think Miami can make a run. I think Duke and North Carolina, on a given night, they've already proven can play with and beat anybody on a given night. Uh, and I think Pittsburgh, if they can get in, is a tough out uh, because they're a mature team. So uh, I don't buy this. Uh, they, these horrible. I, I buy it down. I buy there's no dominant teams. But March is all about matchups. And if you can get the right matchups, and listen, not a lot of teams in March are going to see a team like Miami with those guards. Not a lot of teams are going to see a team with Pittsburgh that starts five twenty-three year olds uh, and is a very sure physical team. So, again, I, I think uh, we just assume, again, it's a down conference. I'm not going to take up the ACM basketball. It's down. Is it horrendous? If it's horrendous, how did it beat the Big Ten in the challenge, Mickey, if it's horrendous? The bottom part is bad. And so here's my question to you guys. If we agree the bottom part is bad, the bottom five are terrible, again, that's going to be nine of Clemson's 14 conference wins. So what leg does Clemson have to stand on to say we deserve a bid to the tournament because we're fourth in a down conference and we beat up on the bottom feeders? It's a, I'm going to hang up and get your thoughts. Thanks, thank Mickey. you, Zeke. Appreciate the phone. It's a good question. By the way, this is eight. It's eight and one. Clemson is um, one... Make sure right. They're one and one against Louisville. One and oh, if they beat Notre Dame, they'll be one and zero oh against Notre Dame. Two and zero oh against Georgia Tech. Two and zero oh against Florida State. Two and zero oh against Virginia Tech. Against the five bottom teams in the league, eight and one. Eight of the fourteen would be against that. Team. So can I, I, can I pose the other side? Yes. So I understand what Zeke's saying, and I think he makes a good point. Zeke always has educated calls when he calls in, and I also agree with his point that Miami, Pitt, Virginia. Duke and North Carolina on any given night, those are good teams. I don't agree that the ACC is down, which he said. The ACC is not overly down. But with that being said, number one, 
here's the thing. The ACC has 15 teams while the Big 12 has 10 teams. And I'm not saying that the Big 12 is not as good as the ACC. I think that the Big 12 is comfortably better. But what I will say is if the ACC, if you just took the top 10 teams, the makeup of the league would look very similar to what the makeup of the Big uh, Big 12 looks like this year. And the reason I say that is because, okay, you could have a team like Clemson and you could say, yes, they haven't performed as well against the top of the league. But West Virginia currently sits 23rd in the net rating. They are a buy in the tournament by a lot of standards. That team is 6-11 and 11 in their league. So is it better? Would it be better if Clemson was 6-11 and 11 in the Big 12 right now, 16-13 and 13 overall, five games below 500 in their league, but they play in a supposed good league that only has 10 teams? Would that, that, would that be the better? That's argument that they to make forever. They're going to win 14 league games, Mickey. In a Power Five conference, they're going to go twenty-two and nine overall. They're going to go fourteen and six in the conference, and they're going to finish fourth in the ACC. I think that that is enough to make the NCAA tournament. I don't care what league you're playing in. I don't care what the net rating says. They're going to win fourteen league games, and I understand. Yes, you can take the context. Well, they also beat NC State twice, and they also beat Duke at home, which is a quad one win. Clemson has one less win in quad one than West Virginia. They're four and three in quad one. West Virginia has had. 10 more attempts to win a quad one game. West Virginia is five and 12 in quad one games. If Clemson was stacking up against Kansas state and Kansas and Baylor and Texas every night, and they were playing in the big 12, they would probably have a similar record to Iowa state or West Virginia. And they would be below 500 in that league, but they would have more respect because they play in a better. So would they be a tournament team right now? If they were seven and 10 in the big 12, is that, is that really the standard we're setting? Are they supposed to not beat who's on their schedule just because they're in the bottom uh, five of the league? Well, are they supposed to not the win these games? They're going to win 14 league games. Make that's a lot of games. Now, to to that be said, uh, this is the only the second time they ever played 20 games in a league. That is fair. So that's one thing because you you know back in the old days you had 16, and so that you know you got four more games, you got four more opportunities. I get that. The point that you're making is a good point, but it is also the point that on the West Virginia side of things, and West Virginia is a bubble team. Yeah. Oh, by the way, where does Lenardi have West Virginia compared to Clemson? West Virginia. Well, I've I've seen West Virginia in a couple different places. I've seen them in the last four in, and then I've also seen them uh, in the last four buys in a couple of separate. They're in the last four in on CBS. Lenardi had them as the last four buy before last game, and they beat Iowa State. So they're gonna they're teetering the line of the bubble, but they're looking more safe than not as of right now. The, but the point is that you're making the anybody arguing for West Virginia right now, and I'm not arguing for arguing for West Virginia, but anybody arguing for West Virginia right now is using the same thing that those ACC teams used for years. That, my goodness gracious, North Carolina's in the top five, Duke's in the top five, that Syracuse is a top top 15 team, that Louisville's a top 15 team. I mean, forever, that Virginia is a, is a former national champion team and they're, and they're currently ranked in the top 10 in the country. That's, that's what we're doing when we're talking about Kansas and Baylor and Texas and Kansas State. This is just, we just flip it. And this is a great example of, we do this in politics, we do this on Facebook, like, when you're presented with that case this year, that's what you argue. And for 50 years, that's what ACC teams have argued. It's different now, doing that it, with 15 teams, though. Like, when you have that level of unprecedented success in a conference with 15 teams, it's different than when you have it with 10 teams. Because, yes, I mean, but, West Virginia's but, eighth in their conference. But on the, on the other side of that, if West Virginia added this year Louisville, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, West Virginia would have a lot more wins. <laughs> I mean, it's just true. Zeke made the point. Against the top four in the league, Clemson's two and two. Against the bottom five in the league, Clemson's eight and one. I mean, Clemson did benefit this year from playing 
Georgia Tech twice and Florida State twice and Virginia Tech twice. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, that, you, you, that is, that has to be a factor. But it just feels weird arguing that because normally the ACC is one of the best leagues in the, in the, in the country. And normally you've got to use what the Big 12 is going to use this year. If, what we're doing now is the old Big 12 fans become the ACC fan. The old ACC fans become the Big 12 fan because we argue what's, what's, what's in front of us. There have been many, many times where Clemson was one of the 64 best teams in the country but was, was uh, at the old time back in those days. Six and ten in the league, and couldn't get in. And their and their losses they had two losses to Duke, two losses to North Carolina, two losses to to Virginia, NC State. Two, and now you're like, you're the exact opposite. It just feels weird arguing that because you got the number three hundred eight, two eighteen, two hundred six, um, one ninety, and one sixty five. I just feel like I feel like Clemson's being unfairly penalized for beating a lot of teams on their schedule. Like you, we realize that Clemson's winning these games, right? Like these are wins. They're they're going to win twenty. They're going to go twenty two and nine and fourteen and six in the league and be fourth in the ACC. At the same time, they're winning. Only point out devil's advocate. At the same time, they have some bad losses. I understand that, but they're winning but, enough games to to command the respect of being an NCAA tournament team. Right. At the same time, like West Virginia, the worst team in the Big Twelve is sixty fifth in the net and fifty fifth in the net and forty seventh in the net. So they're not getting the wins because they're not playing the three hundred and two hundred and one fifty teams in the country. I'm sorry, I, I can't buy into the concept. I don't care what the net rating says that West Virginia has played seventeen quad one games. That, Over half true. of their schedule is quad one. Is you, that you is the big like, is the Big Twelve the greatest basketball conference of all time <laughs> this year? Is this the greatest conference to ever grace college basketball? Again, the Big Twelve fan is the, is the old ACC fan, and the ACC fan is the old Big Twelve fan. Simple as that. We, we have flipped the script. It's 15 versus 10. The ACC was that good when there was 15 teams in the league and there were like 11 you could make a case for. And now we're, we're doing it with the Big Ten and they're being, you know, th- we're saying that the Big Ten deserves all this credit because all these teams are home merchants. All these teams can't win on the road. Iowa State's 2-8 and eight on the road. You why know, is Iowa State a tournament you know team? They've, they've, they're 1-6 in their last seven and they're 2-8 and eight on the road. Final point here. You know why you can win on the road in the ACC? Because you can win at Louisville, and you can win at Florida State, and you can win at Georgia State, and you can win at Notre Dame, and win at Boston College. You can't win at Kansas, and you can't win at Texas, and you can't win at Kansas State, and you can't win at Baylor. But, man, you can win at Wake Forest. You can win at Syracuse. You can win at Boston College. You can win at Notre Dame. You can win at Georgia State. You can win at Florida State. You can win at Louisville. I mean, <laughs> going to Louisville, now, Clemson didn't do it, but going to Louisville and beating a 4-25 and team and going to Florida State and beating a 9-21 team, there is no glory in that. This is We just flipped the script. For the first 50 years to now, and the ACC is historically bad. Sorry. I, I, that's, that's the way I say it, at least. Uh, if you're on hold, hang on. I promise. Heated discussion this morning. I like it. Love it. Short break. We'll come back. Everybody hold. Hang on. Coming to you. Let's hear from another happy PhD client, Don Munson. Back in May of 2022, I walked through the doors of PhD, weighing 168 pounds and looking for help to lose 20 pounds. Now, you say, what's 20 pounds? Well, I have two words for you, visceral fat. I know I had no idea what visceral fat was either, but it's the fat that gathers around your belly and more importantly, around your heart and other organs. It's not good stuff, but Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff at PhD gave me the tools to start clearing visceral fat from my body in a way that was organized, healthy for me, and most importantly, easy. All right, so how many pounds did you drop? But in 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds. Yeah, I think most people assume assume that you're going to lose the weight and go through the motions and then put it right back on. That's not what PhD is about. You drop the weight quickly and because you've learned how to feel better and you've got the tools to be successful, you keep the weight off in the maintenance phase, which is free as a part of the program. 
For more information on why they're different, go to myphdweightloss.com. You can spend the new year on the water. Clemson Marina is here to get your family into the boat you have always wanted. Whether it's a 23 Triton fishing boat or one of our other great brands or models, we have you covered. At Clemson Marina, our certified techs will keep your Triton fishing boat running smoothly all season long. We also offer boat rentals, on-the-water dining at the grill, and a hassle-free boating alternative at Freedom Boat Club. Clemson Marina, your authorized Triton boat stealer. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than conventional heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Smitty Smoke and Soul Food and Easily has a menu item that will blow your mind and your taste buds. We promise it's going to be your new craving. The Soul Roll. The Soul Roll is a southern masterpiece, a classic combination of brisket that's been smoked for 14 hours, low and slow, seasoned fresh collard greens, and signature rice, all deep fried in an egg roll and topped with soul sauce. The Soul Roll is a must-try item at Smitty Smoke and Soul Food. Get yours today. 5284 Calhoun Memorial Highway in Easley. Diamonds Direct is great. It's the first jewelry place that I walked into and was blown away by. Former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz talking about his jewelry store, Diamonds Direct. You're getting the best quality and the most for your dollar, and I think Diamonds Direct does that as good as I've ever seen in the jewelry world. Mitch and his wife, Brooke, love the selection, the quality, and the value at Diamonds Direct. But they also love the laid-back atmosphere and how the associates at Diamonds Direct really listen to their customers. They're conscientious of educating you and understanding what your desires are and getting you the best value for what you're looking for. It was just a great environment, great atmosphere, making it easy to shop. Diamonds Direct, proud to serve you with exceptional diamonds, handcrafted engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry. We value our time, our money, and going to Diamonds Direct, knowing that they're going to value that as well, is a really special place to go to and to purchase jewelry from. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, store hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Check out the Press Box with Brad and John every weekday morning from 9 to noon here on The Roar. Brad and John will get you caught up on all things college football, from Group of Five to Power Five, Clemson football, coaching carousel, and more. Brad and John also keep you up to date with everything in college athletics, as well as the Atlanta Braves. Check it out each morning on 105.5 and 97.5 FM. 
or tune in on our app or website, theroarfm.com. Start your day with the Mickey Pfeiler Show, each day from 6 to 9 a.m., right here on The Roar. Flip over now to March. This is a big, big, big month for Zero Res. Zero Res, it's, it's one of their busiest months. You know, uh, have you heard of uh, spring cleaning? <laughs> of course you have. Uh, and it's not quite spring yet, even though it feels like spring. So spring cleaning is huge. Zero Res, in, in one of their busiest months, wants you to, to call them, and they want to come in and help you with your air ducts, with your area rugs, with your carpets. They have unbelievable specials going on right now. Let me give you one. Um, mention my name, Mickey, and the Roar. You get $50 off your next air duct cleaning. If you're online, it's Air 50. All right? That, that's just one. ZeroResGreenville.com. Let me give you another one. So right now, um, find this next one here for you. Right now, you're talking about a, uh, a, a three rooms of carpet deal for $119. Mention my name, Mickey, in the roar. Go to it, ZR Water, the best in cleaning. Book online, zeroresgreenville.com, 558-7300, Spring cleaning is better with zero res. Off the air, caller wanted to know or made a point faxing about quad one and quad two. Uh, yes, we had a caller call in, and he said that he felt like it was more valuable. I'm, I'm trying to give a synopsis, but he said he thought it was more valuable to look at what quad one and quad two, what your resume is on the road or at a neutral site rather than at home because you're not going to have a home court advantage when it comes to March. And I think that he has a decent point. That's that's a very good point. With that said, what you and I have done now basically for the last two segments is what is going to happen in talking Memphis, West Virginia, Nevada, Auburn, Mississippi State, Boise State, Wisconsin, Arizona State, North Carolina, Oklahoma State, Michigan, Utah, Clemson, Penn State, Texas A&M. I mean, take my Texas Tech, not Texas A&M. Buzzes in. <laughs> but Texas Tech. I mean, all these teams, everybody has a little bit of, of positive to them, correct? Every one of those teams I can make a positive for. I agree. Every one of those teams I can take a negative about. I agree. And what these teams do, and what you and I both have done, I'm guilty of it. I think you'll admit you're guilty of it as well. Is we try to bend something to support our argument. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's the nature of an argument. Right, but but at the same time, <laughs> uh, we move the goalpost in arguing against other people. For instance, the bottom, you know, the bottom half of the league stuff. So I do it all the time, and you do it all the time, we, and that's just what we're about today. But that, that to me, that is what March, that is what bubble is about. Now, we'll say this. We're talking bubble this year because it is, you know, Clemson's involved in the bubble, and that's a big deal. To me, Selection Sunday, the much, 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 much bigger uh, storylines, and see if you agree with this fact or not, is the top four seeds. Like, who gets the four compared to the, the a number two seed? There's a huge difference in a one and a two. There's a huge difference in a four and a five. There's a huge difference in, a, in a, an eight and a nine. So, to me, because the bubble teams aren't going to do anything once they get into the NCAA tournament. Let's just face it. 
Number 68, 67, 65, 64. That, that's just like arguing just who gets in and gets to be excited for another four or five days. That's great. Blah, blah. Or two or three days could play in the playing game. Blah, blah. Who cares? To me, it's right now is UCLA on the one line. Is Purdue on the one line. Can Marquette play their way on a one? Or is, Marquette, can they fall to a three? To me, that's the story because those are national championship final four contenders. The idea that, that West Virginia or Wisconsin or Arizona State get in the tournament and lose the very first game, who cares? We care here locally because it's Clemson. And, that's, that's, and, and a lot of times Clemson's not even in the conversation, so we're going we're gonna to talk a lot of bubble here in the next few days. But the bottom line to me is like, okay, let's get Arizona State in. And guess what? They're going to get the absolute snot beat out of them in the first round, and they won't do anything. And The real story is, man, Purdue got a terrible draw. They, they should have been a one. They're a two. And look who they got to play in the 2-3 game. They'll be matched up against Baylor. And Purdue can't be better. I mean, to me, that's the story. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Okay. But this year's different because it's Clemson, and, and, and we're going to talk about Clemson on the bubble. William is in Travelers Rest, South Carolina, one of my favorite places. William, thanks for hanging on. How you doing? Mickey, you got it, Mitt. You changed the name on that jersey, 2018-19 in this year, and this isn't even a conversation. These blue blood teams get benefit of the doubt year after year. They get in the tournament and lose in the first round, but they're going to put them in because of the name on the jersey. You know, I still don't see how we're not getting credit for beating Pitt at Pitt, NC State at NC State. I just swept NC State. West Virginia is what seventeen and thirteen, but they're going to be in the tournament and they're next to last in their league. Well, here's why you don't get a lot of credit there because NC State's forty second in the net and Pittsburgh's fifty second in the net. But aren't those road wins hard to get? And yeah, that they are. And, look, and, and, and to me, if I'm arguing for Clemson, I'm arguing the fact that they beat Pittsburgh, that they swept NC State, that they beat Duke. Those are, those are arguments for you. Um, now, the idea that the Blue Bloods, hey, you know, the Blue Bloods kind of deserve it. And Clemson's a Blue Blood in, in football now. And Clemson gets some calls now and some, you know, some probably some benefits. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they you got money, money in the bank a little bit, yeah. this wouldn't even be a talk. If that, if that name was different on the jersey, especially two of those years, I thought Brad Brownell kind of got screwed by the selection committee. I, there's two of those years they should have been in, and they got left out because the name on the jersey is Clemson. Okay. Well, let me, let me just put it like this. Clemson last night with Virginia, that was a win and get-in game. And Clemson's yep, going to face Duke. They're going to face Duke in the ACC tournament. It looks like to me. I I feel it's very good odds of that. And Duke's playing well. <laughs> so so the opportunity is there. You can, you can talk about net ratings. You can talk about blue bloods. You can talk about all you want to. If they won last night in, and they've got a chance again, they've got a, a, a mulligan. If they beat Duke in Greensboro uh, in, in the quarterfinals and make it to the semifinals of the ACC tournament after being a top four seed in the league, Clemson's going to the NCAA tournament. So it's there in front of you. If you don't beat Duke, then I'm not sure you're in. So of all the bubble and all the net and all the talk about strength of schedules, it's there in front of you. Win and you're in. Well, Duke's playing a whole lot better. Lively looks a whole lot better like he's finally come alive. But yeah. do you think they're actually, if it's close, do you think the refs are actually letting Clemson win in Greensboro playing Duke? Well, shoot the ball well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't – I get it, and I've complained about it for years. But I'll tell you this. I, I, I saw Clemson-Duke play earlier this year, and I, and I thought Clemson yeah. got a very fair shake against Duke in the officiating game. I saw Clemson and North Carolina play this year in, in Chapel Hill, and I thought they got a very fair shake in Chapel Hill this year. I don't – I can't point to a single game. Uh, and can, anybody can, they, they can do it. I can't point to a single game. Facts, you watch every game this year. 
Any single game where the officials cost Clemson the game this year? No, I, I don't like blaming – I didn't even blame officials for the Eagles Super. I don't like blaming officials. If, if Clemson would have played better this year, they would be in the tournament. It's also yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. I, we shouldn't be having this conversation because of their resume, and I agree Clemson should be in. But at the end of the day, like, they should have won last night against Virginia if they wanted to make the tournament, and they need to beat Duke if they want to make the tournament. And if they beat South Carolina Loyola Chicago, maybe they're in right now too? Those three hurt, but yes, I, I think the officials have been much better this year. But in years past, if you watch Clemson and these other teams, come on, man, that, there have been so many questionable calls over the year. It is ridiculous, <laughs> and I don't even see how the even the Tar Heel and the Duke fans look there. Yeah, y'all got y'all got shafted on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But this year has been much better. Much I think better. they've called it much more even this much year. Much better. Sure. Totally agree with that. Go Tigers! We got to win these last couple games, and I, I, I feel like we do. This, I don't. If we're not in, I, I don't even know what to say. If we're not in, if we don't win these next two games, beat beat Notre Dame first, set up the opportunity with Duke, beat yep. Duke, and, and Clemson's in. William, appreciate the phone call. Yep. Th- thanks an awful lot. Have a good day. Hey, I mean, to me, that's kind of a bottom line. Is that of all the talk, of all the complaining, of all this, it's still there in front of you. All you have to do is go win. They could beat Notre Dame. They could beat Duke, and they are likely in the NCAA tournament. I agree. I totally agree with that. Delvin, I've got about a minute and a half, man. Go right ahead. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Great, great. Mickey, uh, I agree with the fast man about Big 12 being already. I think the Big 12 already. I think they're going to try to get Nebraska in. Nebraska ain't even, you know, got a good look in. That's how overrated they got. The, that's how all they holiday they think of the Big 10. Let me see. Nebraska is currently 92. No, they're 15 and 14. No, Biggie, they're not. The Big 10 is a great conference. They're going to try to get them in. They're going to get all the Big 10 and all the Big 12 teams in the tournament. Right that's now, why, that's Purdue, why, that's Indiana. Why, that's, why, that's, why, that's why you got so many coaches wanting to, to, to expand the tournament because of these ridiculous things they're trying to get all the other the whole conference teams in the tournaments. So that's why... It's been talking about expanding the tournament. All right, let me ask you about both of you guys. It's got to fly through this in the last minute. All right, Purdue's in. Uh, stop me where you think they're out. Uh, Indiana's in. Maryland is in. Rutgers is in. Michigan State is in. Illinois is in. What, Northwestern? Faxon? They're in. They're in. I think Iowa's in. Michigan is close. Michigan's bubble. Michigan and Penn State are bubble. Yeah. Ohio State's not even on the bubble. No. Nor is nor sock. Wisconsin's on the bubble, but Nebraska's not on the bubble. So they'll get Wisconsin in them, man. Because they pad, they'll think they'll think Bo Ryan's still coaching team, but he's not. <laughs> Wisconsin's like sixteen and twelve and hasn't won a game in a month, it feels like. And yeah, Wisconsin get in. is uh seventy second in the net. They got how are they even being considered? They're gonna think that Bo Ryan's still coaching team. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's not coaching team too late now. Yeah. Hey, Dale, appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks yep. an awful lot there. For, hey, Patterson Tax Service, make your your, uh, your appointment today. Get it done, P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289, 864-859-8289. It's the Patterson Tax Service. They're doing taxes this morning, right now as we speak. Um, I, I keep getting Marty text. Man, Marty's my guy. Marty did a great job for me. Russell's my guy. Donnie's a lot of people's guys. Uh, let them take care of your taxes for you in, in, uh, here in Easley. P-A-T-T-A-X.com, 864-859-8289. I promise you, you go once, you won't go anywhere else. It is the great friends of ours at the Patterson Tax Service. When we come back, I, I have some interesting questions for Dane Young, UJRivals.com. And then I have a – I made a statement earlier. I think the Live Tour is dead. I think they're dead next year. Controversial thought. thought. I'll get uh, with Andrew Oliphant talk about that. A lot to do in hour number two, three right after this. 
WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar.